The Carmichael Dave Show. He's on the microphone when he's not on the microphone. He's playing a song, and when he's not playing a song, he's on the microphone, and then boom! With Jason Ross. No, he didn't! Yes, he did! Call or text at 916-339-1140. It's the Carmichael Dave Show with Jason Ross on Sacktown Sports. Voice in the Niners, Greg Pop at 9. Big game coming up this weekend against the Packers. Tomorrow, Brendan Nunes will try to make sense of whatever the hell the Kings are doing at 8 a.m. Satown Sports Kings Insider. But right now we're talking about the news breaking over the last couple of days that uh, the A's in Sacramento for at least a year, likely three, is a, a real possibility. And, um, you know, the Kings are involved. They own the River Cats, obviously. Um, you know, mayor's office is aware and uh, involved. Uh, probably two mayor's offices, to be honest. Um, man. First off, it, 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 it's such a tough conversation because, first off, I, you, you know, we ride and die for the city. And that will bring jobs revenue you will have a major league baseball team for probably three years and everything that comes with that there's the idea of showcasing this town the city as a a baseball city um i'm all for the kings doing well they 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 stayed here that ownership group saved the team I, i they've profited very well off of it as far as the value of the team. I don't have a problem with them profiting more. Um, I know, obviously, the mayor is for this. Um, the Kings are obviously working very hard on this. So there's a lot of people that I like and respect that are are, are really for this thing. Um, I like the idea of taking my son to a ball game, my daughter or family to a ball game and seeing real Major League Baseball. I love that idea. But I can't get behind it, man. I can't. Why? I can't. Why? In fact, not only can I not get behind it, but it's it's kind of gross to me. I can't do it. Tell me why. <sighs> yeah, I went. I instantly. Isn't that sad that I instantly start thinking it ain't nothing but a heartbreak when you say tell me why? <laughs> um, I want to say this, but I also I want to before I say it, I want to be very clear. It's kind of like fans can fan. Mm-hmm. What I'm going to say applies to me. Okay. I'm not in any way disparaging or disrespecting anyone else who feels opposite of me. And I think it's important for me to say this because everyone feels differently. Everybody has their own line they walk, and I don't want to yuck anyone's yum. I fully understand, and in almost every other case, would be completely for something like this. I get it. I could make a great argument in a court of law as to why this is a wonderful thing and we should be behind it. But in the end, I can't do it. I can't do it because of what we went through 10 years ago. I and, and I also want to underline this, too. If it sounds like I'm being a little bit, and I want to be really transparent here because it's important. If it sounds like I'm being a little bit, um, <clears throat> not rest- yeah, restrained is a good good sense. I just, I want to be transparent. Um, the station has a relationship with the A's. We broadcast their some of their games. It's a business relationship. I, the station's aware of what I'm going to say today, and and 
I've never told what to do content-wise. You know that. Our bosses are amazing. The only thing I was told is we have a business relationship. So maybe I'm not going to go in on John Fisher as much as I personally think I want to or I should. I'll just say as respectfully as I can, I think John Fisher has royally screwed the city of Oakland. I don't agree with him leaving. I think there is a deal on the table in Oakland. And by the way, I fault Oakland too. I don't take all the fault out of Oakland. I'm I'm very aware that they've lost two teams and are about to lose a third. And, and there's a lot of crap in between. <clears throat> I don't like the way baseball has handled this. I don't like the fact that there's no relocation fee. I don't like the fact that the entire league, and, and, and Jason, we've talked about this at length. I have spent, the last years railing against this relocation, railing against baseball for allowing it, railing against John Fisher for doing it. And then all of a sudden it benefits me and my neighbors, which it does and it does. And I go, well, you know, I mean, hey, if, it, if it's going to be somebody else, it might as well be us. And I just go back to when the Kings were leaving. And if the Maloofs had been, had their move facilitated by another team, while well, we're, you know, it's like my wife is leaving me for another man. My best friend tried to counsel us. It didn't work. So she has decided to leave. She's going to leave anyways, but she's going to, uh, she's going to stay at my best friend's house and they're going to, they're going to have a relationship for three years until she moves on. It, 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 it seems dirty. It's a little slimy. Um, Look, when I say it's blood money, that's that's a real term that applies to real important things, but it's sports blood money. Um, I cannot ethically or in good conscience, and believe it or not, I do try to do the right thing. I can't look A's fans in the eyes, of which many of them are listeners to our show. I can't look them in the eyes and say, well, yeah, I was with you for years, but now that it benefits my city, yeah, but I get to take my kids, so that's a good thing. I can't, as a lifelong Giants fan, and I've said this publicly many times, condone what they've done to facilitate this move, how they completely, the Giants were saved by the A's when they were going to move to Florida by giving up the San Jose territory, and the Giants turned around and said, well, we're not giving it back when the A's could have built a ballpark there, and we could have A's baseball in the Bay Area where it should be. I don't buy the showcase thing because guess what? Miami didn't have to showcase. Salt Lake City didn't have to showcase. Name the team. They didn't. You know how they showcase? They're AAA team. Sacramento is going to be a Major League Baseball destination or it isn't. And I have a hard time with all the other cities that are out there that want expansion for baseball to somehow go, well, you know, let's put another team in Northern California after we just pulled the A's out. And oh, by the way, the Giants are one of the most influential teams in the entire business. I don't think they're going to allow that either because this is a Giants town. It is the numbers support the fact that it's about 70, 30 Giants fans. They consider this part of their home market. They're never going to approve that. They're going to stab it in the back. So I th- I don't see this as an opportunity to bring baseball to Sacramento. I think it's a fun selling point to talk about. But in reality and understanding how the business works, I don't see that. I think what happens is, is that we're being used by John Fisher as a port in a storm until he tries to figure out Las Vegas. Oh, by the way, not that this really matters, but we're basically going to have three years of having the absolute biggest joke in baseball in this town with perhaps the city's name on the front of it. It's not like they're going to go out and start spending money and signing players. That doesn't happen if it's ever going to happen until we get to Las Vegas. I want to say a lot of things about John Fisher, and I can't. I'm just being transparent. So I will say this. I have no respect for him. I do not think he's a good businessman. I don't agree with what he's doing. I'm passionately against it. I feel horrible 
for A's fans because I they're going through what we almost went through 10 years ago and those scars are still there and and I get taken back emotionally to those days and I don't want to be one of those people I would have railed against so I might be wrong I might be overthinking it I might be being too emotional and dramatic I acknowledge all of that but in the end Ultimately, I I try to do the right thing, whether it's popular or not, whether it's self-serving or not. And in this case, to me, personally, ethically, I don't care that he's going to go somewhere else. Let him go somewhere else. Let them have the blood on their hands. I don't want it. I don't want it. It, not, Not like this. I don't want it. That's where I'm coming from. A couple things on that. So... I again, I on the John Fisher stuff. I mean, there's no supporting him. What if today he sold them to Joe Lacob, mm-hmm. but the rest of this path is still happening? And question. so, it, to me, it feels like you're you have a John Fisher issue, and you are not alone in that. So, it, can those two be separate? Now, they don't have to be separate because he's still the, the right. guy in charge. And if they come through here and they eventually go to Vegas, a couple other things too. I have multiple friends that when the Raiders did the did the move, now there was no go between. They went sure. right to Vegas. Some shut them off. Done. I'm never supporting the Raiders again. I don't think they're wrong. Others like, I I got season tickets in Vegas. Right. Wow. Me too. Same. Different. 100%. It, two different lines of thinking. So, I, you know, it's your own entertainment. It's your own dollars. I think in this city there could be a lot of wins. I I see the flaws. The other one, though, I would I would push back on is when you say, you know, if, if the city gets showcased, doesn't really guarantee anything going forward. It doesn't guarantee anything. But if I do a parallel, I remember due to tragic cir- circumstances, Oklahoma the, City, Oklahoma City, yep. it's like they're never, gonna play, they're never going to play basketball in Oklahoma City. About that. I know Katrina, but that's never going to happen. And they've got a thriving basketball team because they showed it. The ability. And I think Sacramento would show out and could event. Now, it may never happen, but I think. I think right now there's probably zero chance. I think if the A's came through here, there's a chance. Can we also consider the fact that John Fisher has shown absolutely no, no, and this is this is the part of the argument I don't think anyone's thinking about. We talk about from the showcase standpoint. Let's roll with what you said. It's a valid point. John Fisher has shown absolutely no want or ability to field a competitive team other than luck of the draw. They don't spend. Right. Now, I don't disagree that, especially the first year this team comes here, they're probably they're going to sell out season two. They're going to pack that place. And then they go 50 and 112. And then we've got two years of baseball. Everyone's like, okay, yeah, that was cool. But um, there's no reason for me to think that any city, much less Sacramento, would continually support a team that was the joke of the league. So we also have to acknowledge that it might do the opposite, that in the end, in years two and certainly three of this experiment, Sacramento is going to be dead last in attendance, dead last in capacity as well, because they're going to have capacity, the smallest ballpark as well, a dead last in capacity. And then the, the, the idea is going to be, oh, they had an opportunity to showcase. Nobody went there, which is out of context. But I don't see Sacramento supporting a team that wins 60 games a year, 70 games a year for three years. I don't know. I think since there's a finite timetable, I think that's different. I can't see how they would be a home team in Sacramento. What do you mean? Because, like Vegas? Huh? Like Vegas? I can't see how people would go to the game rooting for the A's. That's what I mean, like uh, Vegas. I so agree. it's like, hey, the Red Sox are here, much like Oakland. But now. then, like, even, But then you've got A's fans actually here who could go to the game just to be like, I'm going to wear my cell shirt. I'm going to make, we're yeah, all going to be, be chanting through the game. It's going to be messy and grow. There's going to be protests out front. There's going to be sell the team shirts 
we're going to be that's that blood is coming would come to our city and we that's what we'd be dealing with and trying to look A's fans in the eye many of which stood with us 10 years ago and go well yeah I know well here's where I, here's where it sounds like I'm I'm being disrespectful to the people that disagree with me I, for me I couldn't look them in the eyes and the mayor's going to come on next week we had a very long conversation last night because I, I just texted him a heads up what I was going to say today. He disagrees very strongly, as he sh- probably should as mayor of the city. Yeah. He's going to come on next week, and we're going to have a little back and forth, the three of us. I think this is a very nuanced debate. I don't think you're wrong. I don't think I'm wrong. I think I think, I think it's worth the discussion, but I, I my dad sitting here texting me, baseball in Sacramento, let's go. You want it. It's two people I love and respect. I'm taking your dad to the game. You take my dad to the game. I'm going to have the sell the team shirt outside, and I'll be standing <laughs> with the I know, a the ladder. Fans. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, three for mid, mad, three for madness. Brought to you by Fire Wings. Uh, the Kings need a a little extra help. We'll explain along with two other questions next. Three questions, three answers. It's three for madness on the Carmichael Dave Show with Jason Ross. Here's question one. Brandon Nunez in 40 minutes. Greg Pop, a voice in the Niners in an hour and 40 minutes. Also, Casey Pratt on this topic we've been discussing. Right. Casey at 830. 845. 845. 845. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I wanted everybody here early. You know, get some seats. Yeah. They're available. Casey will talk to us about that. I wonder how Casey feels. Oh. (laughs) He did a YouTube video on it. (laughs) I need to get get Brody Brazil on here, too. Mm. Uh, in the meantime, three for madness. Brought to you by Firewings. Chris for law. Question one, please. Do the Kings need a sports psychologist? Yeah, we all do. Yeah, I, I think so. I thought about this. Look, uh, you know, therapy is being normalized. Like they need that like Oz guy to come in. He's not really a therapist, but do some fun tricks. Uh, you know, the funny answer is yeah. Can we hypnotize them into making free throws? Mm-hmm. But they need something. Like for me, they're doing all this athletic practice. There needs to be, like, mental practice with this team. They they need to mentally – whatever the equivalent of running laps and doing line drills mentally. And some of that is just game day. But I don't think it would – I'm being serious, man. I don't – right now you're telling me Malik Monk couldn't use an hour on the couch talking about, like, you can see how upset he is. You can see how, like – there's that whole thing, like, there's a difference between somebody being upset about something and somebody being – just depressed upset because they don't know what's going on i feel like that's where he's at right now like let's put these guys down it's it's not hey this is not unprecedented it's definitely not unprecedented to have a coach basically mental coach come in and work with these guys can't hurt no not at all and you know it's one of those things i was thinking about this yesterday when mike brown in the pregame was asked about free throw shooting yeah. and then he went and said, you know, look, we've practiced more of it than than we ever have than any practice I've ever been part of. Uh, it, it's one of those things, Dave, like if someone came to us and said, hey, you know, when you come back from every break, you both say, uh, or whatever, just whatever. And then now we're thinking about it 
We're conscious of it. Uh, wait. Oh, shoot. I did it again. Uh, oh, wait. They told me I say that every time we come back for break. Now it's either you're improving on it or now it's totally entered my brain. And now it's I, I can't not think of that thought. So it's a weird one where do you really emphasize, hey, we're shooting a thousand free throws. We're going to try to duplicate game day pressure. And I want to put so much on this that I'm going to make you better. Yeah. Or is it like, all right, we'll just make them next game. And I don't know the answer because I'm sure every coach has tried both sides of that and getting different results. But I don't think any psychologist for any team, any mental coach, that can't hurt. Not at all. You volunteering? No. I will. Okay. I will help. What will you say? You got to want it. (laughs) Okay. Problem solved. (laughs) Question two. I never thought of it that you way. Gotta, you just got to want it, guys. Yeah. That's really the answer. That's it. Question two. Question two. Is it possible that an outside force is secretly holding all of the King's pets hostage in exchange for them throwing games? Dude, I think he's on to something. Could that, remember the whole, did you see the video yesterday where uh, they were doing something for Front Street Shelter and they had the drip cam and different players were carrying puppies? Did you guys see that? No. no, they put a video out, and one of them was <laughs> one of them was Davion Mitchell, and I don't think Davion Mitchell has ever carried a dog before. Um, was that upside down? Well, you won't be able to see this necessarily, Chris, but here he is carrying the dog. <laughs> and dog the, looks totally comfortable. Dog does not look happy yeah. at all. It looks like he's being like dog is having an off night. Yeah. What if? Thank you. What if? What if that's what's going on? What if, what if Toonses? Oh no! What if Alex Lens' cat Toonses yeah. is being held at gunpoint? And they're like, "Don't you make that free throw!" Like, then you trade Alex Lens. Then he, yeah, he's gone. But then you know, Mikael Bridges' dog Gossamer. They got Bridges in the deal. Yes, Alex Lens for Mikael Bridges, yeah. straight up. Works. It's really the pet trade. Yeah, though. it was really the pet trade. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's where we're at, man. I, I I don't know what the hell's going on. But honestly, at this point, if Sam Amick broke it in the athletic that all Kings animals were being held hostage <laughs> and they're not allowed to make their free throws because of it, like that's more believable. That's as good as an explanation as I have right now. Yeah. I don't have one, dude. Nope. They've been last all year. That's the same group that was not last a year ago. I I don't have a great answer. Again, the bigger issue to me is the guys that are usually pretty good at them. That have been good even this year, like Malik Monk. I I don't understand when everybody's gonna miss some, but when you miss that many, I forget what the I was doing the math last night, Dave, in the post game. Uh, the Pacers made more obviously than the Kings, or a better percentage. If the Kings made the same percentage as the Pacers did yesterday, the Kings would have won by two. And the Pacers shot like seventy eight, so it wasn't like they made all of them. The Kings did not shoot the same percentage, fifty whatever percent. It was awful. Yeah. Not enough. All right, number three. Question three. Kings don't play till Monday. Will your weekend now be more enjoyable, or will you just be stewing the whole time? I think we know your answer, Dave. Hmm. Yeah, how about you, Jason? Uh, my weekend will be fine. Um, I think the, the Niners could be upsetting. So on that end, the Kings don't play. I think the days off, I hope, will be helpful for them. Let's assume the Niners win. Okay. In this scenario. It's good weekend. Good weekend. Yeah, good weekend. In this scenario, too. I would say of the Willodies or whatever. Last night yeah. wasn't one. It's just it's an add-on. I mean, nobody's happy about the loss. The Bucks and the Suns. I don't know that I'm over those. The, I can yeah. move past this pace or one. It's just it's an add-on though to it. Like 
I don't even think we're attaching the Sixers. They didn't play very well in that game. That's the first of the four-game losing streak. I don't even think of that game anymore. I got the Bucks and the and the Suns on my mind. Last night was good. Yeah. But the other two bother me more. On one hand, the Kings aren't going to be able to do anything extra that pisses me off this yeah. weekend. So that's good. On the other hand, I'm must win Monday. Yeah, sitting, feels like I'm honestly. sitting here with. Wait like, till someone trades for a player that you thought the Kings should get. <laughs> yeah, that, oh, yeah. yeah, right. That that's true. I think gave that. up nothing, and you're like, on the, could have done that. On the other hand, I've got the taste of this crappy honey mustard wasabi chip in my mouth all weekend long, and there's no way to wash it out until yeah. hopefully they beat the a uh, the 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 Hawks. <laughs> the A's. Hey, burn another pizza. <laughs> we'll take a break when we come back hey let's talk are about you a pizza guy let's talk about the game yeah and let's get post-game reaction yeah. i can't wait we'll do all that next Only place in the morning to get your sports fix. Live and local. The Carmichael Dave Show with Jason Ross. Well, one of the results I didn't uh, expect in our A's conversation where I, I came out against the move here is for an A's fan to call me a hypocrite because I'm still a Giants fan. Hmm. I can't please them all, man. Like, I've been very public about the fact that it's hard for me to be a Giants fan with how they, they right. dealt with the A's. Right. I've also been a Giants fan my whole life, and uh, nothing's going to stop that. I just, I would love them, love them to get new ownership. Do you love the Giants to come through here several times a year? That would well, be, I guess once. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I'd love that. It'd be great. Yeah. It'd be really cool. But you wouldn't go. I don't want to make any, you know, the thing is, is I don't want to put myself in any corners for, because let's, let's, let's just be real transparent about this. The A's come to Sacramento, there's a pretty good chance we're running the games. I would think so. There's a pretty good I chance mean, we that. we do them now. We have them yeah, now. like, but it's going to step up. Yeah. I, 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 A's come to Sacramento, it's going to be a big, giant thing. Um, Maybe, there, maybe there's a situation where, if and when it, it it's already done, it's like, okay, well, they're they're here. Gotta, you know, I can't just sit here and I can't do my job that I'm supposed to do and not talk about a huge sports story in Sacramento and just protest it. Um but they're not here right now. And this is still where public opinion is forming. And it's interesting too because there's a mayoral race going on right now. And it's going to be interesting to see where, I mean, there's a whole political side to this whole thing. Again, this is West Sacramento, let's be clear. Yeah. Uh, mayor and, you know, that's a tangential involvement, but it it, it matters. Um, be very curious to see where the candidates come out on this, too. Um, I expect they will all support it. Uh, also, one other note somebody brought up, too. Let's say uh, the blue sky, the, the baseball does come, you know, we want to stay. Well, where are we getting the... Where are we getting the eight hundred to a billion dollars for a new stadium? They're not playing at Rayleigh Field, Sutter Park, whatever. They're not playing there. Where are we getting that money? Baseball, oh, man, yeah. I'm out of cash. Baseball help out. Rob's got it. <laughs> Baseball, good one. Um, 
and our, our our guy, I want to be fair to him. The guy that I'm I'm, I'm having a back and forth with is saying, uh, you know, I'm looking for his text here. Uh, you know, you're a Giants fan after the terrible thing they did to the A's. If you cared this much, you wouldn't be a Giants fan. That's the ultimate hypocrisy. I'm like, look, I don't know how much more clear I can be about the fact that I don't like that. And this is an A's fan talking to me, and I'm as a Giants fan coming out and saying I'm against this. Like, I don't know how much more on your side I can be. Um, but there's just, you know, it's the, the, the sad thing is, is like that, that's the type of thing. So much of this, we learned 10 years ago is PR. So much of what we learned 10 years ago is that you have to root for the underdog. You have to get public sentiment. And it's, it's kind of people like that where it gets my hackles up a little bit. And it's like, oh, okay, screw you. I hope you lose your team sucker. Hmm. And then I think, well, okay, that's just you. I don't feel that way. I, I'm not going to let you ruin it for all A's fans. I want that guy to lose his team, right? Just because he's a D back. It's not how you. It's not how you win hearts and minds, man. Like, stop looking for. Stop looking for. You want to blame someone? Blame Oakland. Blame John Fisher. Correct. Blame baseball. You know, quit looking for. Uh, I understand. You want to talk about bad PR? Baseball every single step with this. Chris, how do you feel? Honestly, I want to know. You're you're a contrarian-y kind of root for the little guy. Everyone should get paid. Things should be fair in the world type of dude. The one thing I would love to hear from John Fisher, and he's had very little media. Yeah. He's been he's had a couple of written interviews, but the one because he's there's a lot of the stuff like when they're in they're having the meetings and saying like, oh, this is harder on me than it is on you guys. Right. I would love for him for someone to ask him the question. Why do you deserve this team more than Oakland A's fans? Because I don't think he has an answer for that. There isn't an answer. The like he wants this baseball team. Okay, cool. You know what? It hasn't been ran well. You haven't. You never wanted to stay in Oakland. You went to Fremont. You went to San Jose. You got steps along the way, and then once everyone else, you you stopped the Raiders from building a stadium in Oakland. And then when you were the only game in town, oh, now we'll come to the table. Yeah, now we're coming to the table. Now we want, now we want to do this. Now that the Raiders are gone, now we're leaving. And then when you didn't get everything just completely handed to you, you know what? They don't want us here, so we're going to go. Would have been the biggest real estate development project privately in the entire country. So how do you? They that- had federal funds designated right. for this stadium. Yeah, and you threw it away. Well, now they might come to Sacramento though. How do you feel about that? I hate it. Okay. <laughs> I, w- I was saying to Jason, if like he asked me if I would go, like if they're saying, hey, on this date, everyone's all sell shirt and the third inning, we're all going to throw rubber chickens on the field. <laughs> <laughs> like I would be just like, okay, yeah, I'm down. I'm going to be there for that. So I would just say this back to you, Jason. Christopher Lott and I agree on this topic. Yeah. How do you feel about that? <laughs> no, that's a question for you. You know, now that I think I about disagree it, with you guys. Now, now that I've looked at it clear, yeah. it's not that bad there. <laughs> if Chris and I are agreeing on something, then trouble. Trouble in River City. All right, let's get to some post game last night. Uh let's. Uh hey, which which oh, here we go. Thank you. Uh this was pointed out during the break. I didn't hear all of the uh post game reaction, but uh let's start with Mike Brown on the Kings inconsistencies. Oh, and I'll turn it up for you. Of the inconsistencies that we're getting from game to game to game because we've shown we can do it. 
we've shown we can do it on multiple occasions. And then, you know, we go out and we have a uh, and we slip in this area. And then the game, the next game, okay, we clean that up, but now we we slip in this, we slip in this area, you know. And and like I said, but with with the exception of us turning the ball over down the stretch in Phoenix, our our offense has been good. You know, I, somebody sent me some too, and like I think our offensive rating is around the same of what is what it was last year or close, something similar to that, I think they said. But the, the difference is the whole league, uh, league-wide offense has really picked up. So we're, we're doing about the same thing uh, last year, roughly on the offense end of the floor. And we have the last five or so games, you know, if not more. Uh, again, where I'm disappointed in, what I'm disappointed in is the inconsistencies of the different parts of our defense that we're bringing to the table uh, night in, night out, with the exception of the Phoenix game. I understand completely what the team is trying for, more balance. Sure. A good offense with a better defense. Yeah. One of the things I think, Dave, from this year to last year, and I think Indiana was a really good reminder of it last night. Indiana, to me, is the Kings of a year ago. Indiana's number one in offense, and they didn't have Tyrese Halliburton, soon to be Siakam and some other pieces. But T.J. McConnell ran that beautifully. Sure. I mean, he was a difference maker. They have a system of philosophy. They believe in it. They go. I think the Kings are good offensively. Indiana's better. And so, to me, as much as we just said yesterday, maybe the ideal thing for the Kings in acquiring is better defensive player. I don't disagree with that, but I almost wonder if they should refine their offense more. Because if you could become special in something and try to be as good as you can defensively, um, Indiana's good. Like, you know, last night you just watched the game, you're like, Indiana didn't stop the Kings. The Kings missed free throws. Kings could score. Indiana was better at it, though. Like, they just, they would maybe have a, um, the Kings would have maybe about a minute drought, two minute droughts where they're stopped two or three times. Indiana wouldn't get stopped. And now the lead went from two to nine. You're like, man, they're always behind. I, I I wonder if that's a thought to just get even better offensively because they've been working at defense for a year plus, and I don't really see the net result of that. At what point are you asking a, a, a dog to meow? Defensively, you're talking? I'm saying, at yeah. What, yeah, at what point do you say with the personnel that we have, we've given it a shot. Right. So just go back to being the offensive team, and yeah. we're going to try to make a personnel move because you guys can't do this. I mean, it's a thought. I, I don't know if it's the right one, but again, I, let's plug in Marcus Smart, Matisse Theibel, Jared, I mean, whatever. We're talking about really good defenders, and they were there last night, or they are there against Phoenix, or they are there against some of these other games. I don't know what the difference would be. Their best defensive player, they don't play. Yeah. They don't play Davion. Yeah. Well, they don't. So, But the, the only pushback I would say there is that it's probably a lot harder for Davion to get in with Fox than it would be for agreed. whoever. If you had a great two or against. three yeah. defender. Yeah, I agree. Um, I want you to hear this quote before we go to break. Here's DeMontis Sabonis on last night. We play, uh, we play good most of the game, you know, and then there's obviously uh, times in the game where, like, for example, the Phoenix game, end of the Milwaukee game, um, there's moments that uh, we just – I don't know, let go. I don't know if the moment gets too big or whatever it is, and um, uh, we just don't play our normal defense, and we got to fi- figure out a way to get back into the game quicker. I think that is an incredibly insightful and telling comment by DeMontis Sabonis, and I, I've been waiting for somebody to say that. Maybe the moment gets too big. That's a mental issue. 
That moment was the moment too big last year in the playoffs, was the moment too big for Kevin at the All-Star break, was the moment too big name of the game this year that was on the line, was the moment too big against the Warriors when Clay hit that shot, was the moment too big in Milwaukee when Malik missed those free throws. It's a mental issue, and I don't know how the hell you coach that. Yeah, I think there's something there, but I also don't know. I mean, the combat, the pushback would be, what what is it when they come back from 24 and they've come back from 23 against Atlanta and they've won more games than they've lost? That's still the same group. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand it. It's weird. It's a weird team. It's the strangest year. Like pull back. They last night we read the stat in the pregame. It's the best record they've had at this time in 20 years. Doesn't feel like it. Well, and now they're what? There aren't they exactly tied from from, last with year. last year? No. Yeah, but last year at this time they were on the rise. Uh, right now, they're certainly the first four-game losing streak in a year and a half. Last in the NBA in free throw percentage. Mm. Be really interesting to see, honestly. Somebody could go back through and look at the numbers and how many how many more games the Kings would have won this year if they had shot the average in the NBA from the free throw line. I'll yeah. bet you it's three or four. I'll bet you it's somewhere in that And what range. a difference that would be. Huh. We'll take a break. When we come back, let's uh, look at football here really, really quickly. Packers Niners preview. Don't forget we have Greg Papa coming on at 9 a.m., the voice of the Niners. We'll take a look at that. We'll take a look at everything else going on in football this weekend on your home of the Niners, Sacktown Sports. Sources and he just kind of tells it as it is and gets to the point. Jason Ross. He has a lot of pretty smart things to, to say. He's good at what he does. On Sacktown Sports. People need to lay off my girl Katie. What now? It's just putting some stuff on socials and on text right now. I, I, I think they. I think they just want her to come out and be like, they suck. I didn't hear what was she saying. Well, you know, look, Katie's a bright sider, and sometimes people don't want to hear yeah. the bright side when they're angry. They want their their emotions reinforced. But it, it, it's it's also, I think, to be fair, you're holding you're holding her up to a standard that most in, people don't get held up to. Now, I, I don't have anything wrong with not being a homer or saying it how it is to a point but you're, you're you're not getting you know whether it's her or kyle or mark or back with grant and jerry or whatever i mean grant and jerry were realists too but they're not they're not gonna they're not trashing the team right um you know i i i, I think one of the reasons we'll get to football here you know we, we were having a long conversation Tuesday about uh was it Tuesday after the loss yeah about uh after the Phoenix loss mm-hmm. like about what losses do to you and me specifically yeah. and, and and I think also one of the reasons I hate losing so much in this in, in the way they've been losing is that I love talking to Kings fans. I love reading Facebook message boards, 1985 to forever, or Kings Reddit, and they can't stand me. But I love I love the conversations there. Uh, our text lines, uh, Twitter, every everywhere. I read, try to read everything, which is probably a mistake. 
And the thing that I hate, I think, maybe the most is that it just turns so toxic where it's... I saw somebody, like, Malik apologized the other day for missing the free throws. Well, I saw somebody who's a regular poster on Twitter for the Kings. And otherwise, I I enjoy their post. But, you know, they quote tweeted Malik's tweet. And they're like, are you sure? Mm. And and it's like you're tagging players. Yeah. You're, You're... do you think they don't want to win? Do you think tagging them and mocking them is yeah. going to help? And then and then Kings fans turn on each other, or the, or they've turned on the media, or the media turns on each other, or it just creates this environment uh, that that it, and it's tough to not step in. You know, like when I see someone like Katie, who I love dearly, um, you know, and this ha- ha- I've seen it happen to Mark or Kyle or whoever. Not you, really. You you somehow stay above it, and God bless yeah. you for it. you got to well, be on there quite a bit to notice it. I, I do want to kind of see if someone would go after Jason. Oh, they I, have. Really? Mm-hmm. And it's like, what are you doing? Like, we want to, we all want to win. Right. We all are in the same boat. We might be rowing in a different direction, yeah. but we're all in the same boat. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and my opinion and your opinion, it's no better than, you know, Raj and Citrus Heights, hmm. but Maybe it's more educated. Maybe it's not. Maybe yeah. they're more educated. Sure. I don't know. But it's no more valid. We just right. have a bigger microphone. It's yeah. our job to do the thing. It just, it, 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 as the late Roger Craig uh, of the Giants w- would say, it gets my dauber down yes. to see the toxicity that comes out of these losses. You probably haven't done this, mm-hmm. um, but I mean, that generally, if, if, you know, whatever, they've played 41 games. I bet I've seen social media after. 35 of them so maybe just six just things happen or I just i don't always look but on. for the most part i do and i'm trying to think there was a game oh i know what it was it was boston so i think boston was the game that i just i don't know for whatever reason game ended it was a weekday game i went home didn't really look at it and like came here and and i think you were really down on the game and others were and i went i mean i wasn't like hey that was right, awesome sure. but like, wow i didn't have the same I'm not feeling what Dave is in this. Mm-hmm. And then I did go later. I go, oh, wow. Yeah. And I just, I never started from a place there. Again, I wasn't coming in going, Dave, that was an awesome 20-point loss. Yeah. But when you then, like, I think it can be helpful sometimes not to read, but I generally do read it. But it's weird when you can also then start to go, wow, a lot of people are, re- oh, that was, oh, I guess it was. Man, now I'm feeling really bad. Uh-huh. So it's an interesting. It's the environment. Yeah. And it gets to you. Yeah. And maybe it's some sort of a complex I need to get rid of. But when the Kings, yeah, but it's was, there. I want to go on. I want to talk to people. I want to be there. Totally I want to. I want to talk through it with everybody. But yeah. I, there is no doubt. The more healthy thing is. Oh, this is a really bad loss. It's going to be really bad out there. I'm going to shut off the social media for yeah. tonight and just go uh, spill a pizza. <laughs> <You know? laughs> That'll make me feel better. That'll make me feel a lot better. I'll tell you what would make me feel a lot better. Jason is a 49er win this year. Yes, weekend. needs to happen. I hope they make their free throws. (laughs) They better make their free throws. Brock Uh, will. uh, 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 They're going to miss four point afters now. (laughs) Oh, God, Chris. God, that was that was just like the guy who farted in the car right there. Like, just did you have can you roll a window down? Don't put that in the environment. Mouth was open. Stinky. (laughs) Didn't even make a sound. (laughs) No warning. Pull over. Those, those are the worst ones. And then I just jacked up the heater. <laughs> yeah. he, he put the child lock on and we're all yeah. in the back seat. And blared we, the music. So we're like, what is happening? 
And then he goes, guys, do you smell something burning? <laughs> I thought this was going to be a front road trip. Aha! <laughs> uh-huh. Niners Packers 515 right here on uh, on the Sacktown Sports. Do we have a, what's our Doppler? What's the weather? What do we got? What's the latest? Uh, well, let's see. The uh, 49ers. Did they just, build a dome? Just so you know, they're favored by nine and a half. Uh, and if we, I'm just. Uh, All of it on the Niners. I'm vamping here. Uh, if we go to Santa Clara. Uh, it looks like the uh, it is still a seventy five percent chance of rain, sixty degrees. So Santa Clara, some... Dave, they're the San Francisco. They 49ers. are. I know. Uh, let's see. Uh, cloudy in the morning, but then it does look like uh, it's going to be rainy. And... Ironically, there will be a hundred and five in the seats still. <laughs> People will still be bursting into flames and snowing. Uh, did you see Amy Trask yesterday? Yeah, what was that? I, her comments on it was... What was that? I don't know. And I, I, I like Amy Trask. I do too. Uh, I, I really... Used to be a friend of the state. I mean, yeah, not that absolutely. she's not a friend anymore, but yeah, I used to have her yeah. on quite a bit. Yo, I like what you said earlier. She used to be a friend yeah, of the state. done with her. No, she's an incredibly uh, sweet person and, and obviously a football mind. And, uh, here, here's what she said on the, where the hell was it? Was it Rich? I, I don't know where it was. It was something on Sirius Radio. Four games this week. That means we have eight quarterbacks. Did that math all by myself. Good girl. Four court games, eight quarterbacks, seven terrific quarterbacks, and Brock Purdy. Now, Brock Purdy is a good quarterback. Make no mistake about it. Everybody be calm, 49er fans. I'm not suggesting Brock's not a good quarterback. He is. I simply don't put him in the same category as the other quarterbacks. So I'll say it again. Eight quarterbacks, seven terrific quarterbacks, and Brock Purdy. Wrong. C.J. Stroud, (laughs) Lamar Jackson, Jordan Love, Baker Mayfield, Jared Goff, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. Now, Mahomes, Allen... Hell, I'll even put Stroud in there. Why? uh, Yeah, you're right. Why? Yeah, no, you're right. Mahomes and Allen are fine. Lamar, fine. I, I, I don't Amy has been has forgotten more about football than most people. She she's entitled to her opinion. And I and some of the personal attacks that I saw on her were ridiculous. Yeah. I disagree incredibly strongly with her in the in, and it goes to this other thing. The the underlying story this season, at least in this this land that we're in, I've you're talking about Mr. Irrelevant, the most humble kid who has to, who makes, who's sharing a, a, an apartment or whatever with, with somebody who nobody believed in, who was the, the, the last of the strings, who got his opportunity through bad luck and injury and has done nothing but capitalize on it, has done nothing but, uh, for the most part, excel both the end of last season and then this season with with a team having a a tremendous regular season record. You're talking about a guy who, up until the very, you know, second to last game of the year, really, um, was was the the odds-on MVP favorite. He's, He's fifth in yards. He's fourth in completion. He's uh, his average yards per attempt is tied for first. Um, you're talking about a guy with 31 touchdowns, 11 picks of which what was it? Four came in one game. Um, the best rating uh, in 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 the league. The best QBR uh, in the league. Why do we have this continual need to 
try to bring him down instead of celebrate him. And at least, I'm not saying Disney movie, but acknowledge how great a year he's had regardless. And the saddest thing is, Jason, if his name was Trey Lance or C.J. Stroud or Peyton Manning, I'm, I'm talking about high draft picks. Yeah. The narrative would be completely different on him. He's being punished for making it as Mr. Irrelevant, which I think is a subconscious thing by football insiders to try to downplay the fact that everyone scouted wrong. I don't, and for Amy to say that, first off, it's completely unnecessary. What are you gaining? And secondly, maybe it's, I'm speaking my mind. I'm speaking my truth. Well, I respect that. How can that be your truth? How do you look at what he's done? Why? Because he hands the ball to Debo Samuel or Brandon Ayuk or Christian McCaffrey and does not, like, have we not, are they not exposed to the video where the guy is escaping coverage and making these insane throws down the field? Or it, it, I know uh, what I'm watching, but I don't know what what she is, honestly. Apparently, she's watching, you know what I think? Mr. Belvedere. Oh. That's what I think she's watching. Careful where you sit. <laughs> we'll take a break when we come back. Brandon Nunes, Sacktown Sports Kings Insider. We'll try to make some sense out of whatever the hell this is that's going on with your Sacramento Kings. We'll do that next.